was it, we've been recording. Oh my god! Did All you, those things I said. Did you hear that? No. My coffee. Okay, so this will be uh, Hatch's Mulligan. This is my incident Mulligan. So this is a uh, wait, 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 wait. Are you doing a Mulligan to a Mulligan? Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> Like, Your first episode was a mulligan. You're saying you're doing, but a you're doing to your a, mulligan? another mulligan, which is really a mulligan to your mulligan. How is that a mulligan to a mulligan? Your first episode, you said, was a, a kind of a joke, a throwaway. Yeah. So and so we're doing a mulligan, mulligan again, which is a mulligan to a mulligan. Uh, I can't believe you're not getting this. I'm not I getting. All right. I'm, I'm totally. <laughs> I'm totally kind of weird, weird that this? I am getting it. I'm yeah. not liking where I'm at right now. <laughs> Okay, I'm being verbally abused go by ahead. these guys. I have go no ahead. idea where Just I'm supposed go to go with, with your this. Second mulligan. <laughs> okay, my second mulligan. <laughs> I'm so special. I need two. <laughs> we all got more than two. Oh my god! I just lost my spot. Anyway, this was a um, uh, an ordinary constructed four story uh, college dormitory that was vacant, no longer used, and when the Call came out. Uh, we were, it was right at dinner time in like August, maybe a few years ago, and uh, we were sitting down just to get ready to eat. And we were on the very edge, opposite edge of the territory of where this is going to be. And, uh, and it turns out as we go in route, the other chief that was responding was also on the opposite edge of it. So we were both really, really far out. Uh, they immediately give a, a working fire. Uh, what they think, I believe, I believe it was on the uh, third floor uh, for this uh, very, very large building. And the, the, the main access uh, for the side road going down, let's call it the uh, Bravo side, was uh, probably 10 feet lower in grade, uh, the street was. And so the street going along the uh, Alpha side was obviously street level, but the, the setback was probably... 100 feet, 120 feet with, you know, fully grown trees and stuff wow. like that. So aerial access from the alpha side was going to be difficult. Uh, no access on the Delta, no access really on the Charlie. And this is a pretty big building, probably uh, 100 feet across the uh, alpha side and maybe down the Bravo side, probably 150, 200 feet, you know, four-story ordinary. So, you know, right. uh, been vacant a couple of years, uh, not maintained very well. So, uh, you know, as we're responding, like I said, you know, the two of us are going to be a, a little bit delayed response in getting there, and we're, we're hearing it transpire. So I get there second, which for us, our second battalion chief becomes the safety officer. And so the safety officer is supposed to, you know, not get engaged uh, operationally, you know, to, to make the building safer, you know, right. get with the, um, the RIT group. Uh, so our second engine is classified as a RIT engine on response and our third truck is classified and they they make out a writ group um and so they do and they they ended up uh laddering the building uh, ground ladders but they're having to carry them up narrow stairwells or around a uh, gate from most of the apparatus were staged on the the uh, street on the bravo side that like i said was 10 feet lower in grade so it's very difficult for them to get the ground ladders up there to it right and uh, so they walked them around or brought them up. And then because of the gating and the way it was right on the edge of it, there wasn't really a good way for them to extend the ladders up. And I want to say uh, to go to the third floor, they chose a ladder that maybe was a little shorter, maybe like a 28-foot, and it was at a very steep angle. And uh, they did use an aerial uh, going to the floor. So anyway, uh, 
the, the crews go in, they go in the alpha side, and um, they they end up having to go to a stairwell that was down on the Bravo side to go up to the upper floors. They come all the way back across the alpha side and then down a hallway approaching the fire. And that's just due to construction or due to fire conditions? Well, really, they said there wasn't very much heat or uh, smoke when they got to the third okay, floor, so but that was just the access. The way but, that the building's built, this is yeah, how you get there. turns out that they're right where the fire was. There was a stair there, but they didn't know that at the time. So most of them were making their access up that way, you know, doing searches on floors and stuff like that. And then, so as I'm doing a 360, I'm seeing that this in the attic. It's getting in the attic, and it's running the attic, and it's getting really, really bad. So I'm hearing crews, you know, we're making a push, you know, you know, conditions aren't that bad. And I'm, as safety, I'm like, I'm telling you, this thing's going bad. It is running ahead of you. You, you know, you need to consider pulling them out immediately. And so uh, I get very fixated in the, the fire conditions that I can see in the roof. And I'm not saying the incident commander didn't see it. He did. He starts you right. know, telling them to come out and stuff like that. But I think the, the message to the interior crews was not conveyed as strongly because some of them kind of maybe delayed or uh, were continued to make a push. And uh, my major fault that, you know, wish that I was a mulligan about was, my job as a safety officer obviously was to relay what I saw, you know, as far as the smoke conditions and the fire conditions, but I was not doing my job of ensuring that we were making the building safe or putting more ladders on the alpha side and the other right. ways, give other ways of escape. Uh, the, you know, the ones that were on the Bravo side, like I said, were at a very steep angle, and if they were having to come out fast, that was going to be difficult to navigate. Um, and there were none on the alpha side. So it ends up that uh, two guys get trapped in a room on the third floor and they end up having to bail out a window and drop down onto a a little balcony above the the, doorway that looked like a bunch of termites holding hands together to keep this thing together. I thought literally when they dropped, they were going to go right through it. Yeah, and it scared me to death. And then we laddered that, and they came down. And, you know, it was just one of those ones where, like, we were very, very, very lucky that uh, it all played out. There was a window there that they had something to drop down to because I had no ladders on that side. And that's really my responsibility, you know, as a safety officer to, to not let those other crews of the RIT teams stop, you know, keep, ladder in the building something that large you know keep trying to make the building safer and so then really that's that's the majority of my mulligan you know so we end up you know putting air you know ladders up and you know flowing on it for hours and hours and hours and you know it eventually goes out we never put anybody back in the building after that happened you know after it gets that bad but it is so easy to get caught up in the from that standpoint you know the fear of oh my god they don't know what they're in and where it's going to advance to that you get fixated on you know make sure they come out make sure they come out make sure they come out but kind of losing sight of what your actual task is which tell them that let them handle that part you go on to making the building safer and doing the things that you should do so how would you have done that safer make the scene safer yeah yeah which i wasn't doing a very good job of do you go through the incident commander and say, hey, I think we need more ladders on the A side? Or do you call those crews, like you said, your RIT crew, and say, hey, I want you to throw more ladders on the RITs on the A side? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'd probably do both, although the RIT crew is not going to get another assignment other than RIT. So that their job right. is to throw ladders. Right. I'm just trying to work it out whether or not 
if I were in your shoes, whether or not I would be going through the incident commander. Right. That's what I, I'm trying I to figure out. Want how, to you, go, how are you operating? I kind of want to go through the incident And that's why I said both. I mean, I would probably go and tell, you know, the RIT guys, hey, I need more ladders on this right. side. And I'd tell incident command, hey, I've got the RIT group, you know, ladder in the alpha side as well. Right. Because there's certain duties as writ, I mean, they don't have to specifically be told to control utilities. We expect them to do that, so it's not like I'd say right. go, you know, so and so go control with utilities. This, with this particular mulligan, as a safety officer, did you find yourself giving assignments or? Mm-mm. No, I'm telling you, I got so focused in on that that fire and how how fast it was moving and how how dynamic it was. I totally got to. I got to be, like I said before, I got more operational as far as being those eyes for command right. to tell them what I was seeing. Because I was on the, you know, I was doing 360s constantly, you know. And let, that's where I was know. going with that was, did you find yourself being pulled in more operationally and you had lost Not by him, but it was on the me. safety officer. Yeah, right. yeah. And that's where I, like, I really totally, just totally lost my yeah. sight of what I was doing. I was more, you know, like I said, staying on the uh, Delta and the, the Charlie side, you know, providing him impact of where it was going, where it was heading. Because, like I said, it started kind of in the uh, Charlie, maybe Bravo Charlie corner, and it was running all the way over to the Delta side. You know, I could see it coming out that the, the eaves and stuff on that side. And there was nobody, no trucks, no apparatus, no ladders, nothing on that side. I was the only one. And so, like I said, I got really, really fixated on just doing that. instead like of you saying, could have got into a situation where, in a I don't know if this is true, that you could have set up a separate division back there and reassigned a safety officer. Right. right. Like you, he could have almost said, I need you to be Charlie Division, and I'm giving you engine A, B, and C, truck A, B, and re- report back and forth as of that, and now I'm reestablishing safety as so-and-so is now safety. Right. Or you remain safety, I'm bringing an incident commander back there for you. Right. Or a division commander. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it 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 was definitely like I said, it was, a, it was something on my my part that you know I wasn't told to do it that way. I just I saw the urgency of what that was, and I got so fixated on that. I told him once he he knew it, you know, he knew what was going on and stuff. But I just kept feeling like those guys were just not because the, the radio transmits. You kind of hear the tone in their voices. You know what I'm right. saying? When you hear them getting reports, and they're not thinking, oh yeah, you know, we can make a push, we can do this. I assure you, you're not going to make a push on this. You need to come out. You need to you need right. to pull them out right now. So, hypothetical, outside of this actual event, but same fire. You see that crews on the third floor or whatever are in danger. You you think they're about to get cut off. Yeah. You relay to the incident commander, hey, conditions back here look like, you know, we're gonna, we're about to have crews cut off. We don't have ladders to the third floor. You know, and that incident commander says ten four, and doesn't relay anything to the interior crews about what you just said. Right. Now, what do you do as safety officer? Yeah. Uh, well, for us, the safety officer has ultimate control to shut the whole thing down right. and go defensive. Right. So yeah, I'd go defensive, and I would take that. But it wasn't that. It wasn't like I said. No, it wasn't. This the, is hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I would go immediate defensive, immediate emergency evacuation of the building right now. So what's the redo? Redo for me was give him that information. That was great. You know, he needs to know whatever what I see on the 360. But instead of getting fixated on that, that it's not happening or it's not happening as fast as I want it to, Mm -hmm. start making the building safer. Start giving them avenues to get out. 
other than – and I didn't know at the time that they went all the way to the uh, Bravo side and upstairs. I didn't know that how they did it because uh, I didn't go interior. But provide them avenues to escape the building, which is what we're supposed to do as red. You know, make the building safer. Right. They're working on, you know, uh, uh, floors above grade, you know, ladders so they can get out. And I think, you know, like I said, you know, some of it was a little difficult because people were grabbing, you know, maybe ladders that didn't quite reach to what they their objectives. You know, they didn't want to grab a 35-foot or whatever. They're heavy, you know. So, And it's sad, you know, that we, we kind of look at it like so that. Let, don't let – what's that saying that we say? Don't let hard get in the way of easy. Don't let easy get in the way of right. You know, just because it's yeah. hard, that you need to make sure you do it right. Well, not only that, I mean, I think too, we get mulled right. into, and, and we, this is probably a part of everybody's mulligan. Well, we, how often are we going to use that? You know, how often is somebody actually going to bail out and actually use that for that? You know, so let's put this up to this window. And I'm not saying that happened, but I could see, you know, the way it was going to be difficult to get them up there. How heavy are they? You're going to have to walk around the gate. You know, going down to to overcome the grade and get up there is going to be a, a pain. Let's get this one here. We can get it up right now. We're lighter in the building. We really need to look at why are we doing it? What's it for? And, and it was really all on me because I, you know, I, when I get there, I see the ladder that's standing almost straight up, and I'm actually watching another chief climb up it to go interior. You know, and I'm thinking, wow, that's really steep. You know, but not thinking at the time we need to replace that with a better, you know, a better reach on the ladder. And that is as a safety guard, that was my failure. I, I should have done something about it. I remember sitting in the critique thinking. Wow, I really messed this up. I really, I really, and I told the guys, I said, hey, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I messed this up. As a safety officer, I needed to be making sure that building was laddered and that I was making that you know, right. building safer for you guys. And instead, I was fixated on trying to convey to you guys get out. More in the command part, but I'm just a part of command as far as a safety officer, and I need to stay in my lane as a mulligan. Right. And it's an unusual building. I mean, Shane's know. tapping his tin, his chin, which usually no. means there's something coming. No, yeah. I'm good. No, I got nothing. I'm just, I'm just thinking about that. I, I don't, I don't know. I think you, it's not a bad redo. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying, but it's not like you got so sucked into the operations of it that you would totally negated all safety function you know you're still working right. on a safety function you know what i mean it's not like you were back there saying i need additional hose lines back here i need two more crews back here i've got fire back here i got this back here you know what i mean like you truly have become operational right 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 but i mean again the outcome you know nobody died obviously you know we just destroyed a, a property which is not our goal but that does the thing that happened but the whole thing is to look at it is we each have when we respond and when we come there, we're given a task and a role, and we have to stay in that lane because the whole thing works if everybody does right. their their part. And, and right. I didn't do my part. It, you know, I got fixated and started bleeding over into another part. You know, whether it was comfort level or whether it was my my emotions getting the better of me, I'm thinking, man, these guys are in an urgent situation. You know, that I need them to get out. Uh, whatever it was, I just got really fixated on that. You know. I wouldn't call it a rookie mistake. It's, it happens to everybody. I think at one point or another, you know, they get fixated and kind of tunnel visioned into something, and not really thinking of, well, you know, what is your role? What are you really supposed right. to do? So, okay, all right, dead air. That's nice. Dead air. <laughs> that means it's over. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for uh, listening again. Check us out on Facebook and uh, on the website combustiblepodcast.com. 
And you can message us on Twitter at, at BillCTP, at ACHANECTP, and at HatchCTP. And uh, as always, if you've got uh, show topic suggestions or questions that you'd like to ask us, uh, just contact us through Facebook or on Twitter. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be taking this road on the show, uh, this show on the road, not this road on the show. Sorry. Uh, in uh, September, we're actually going down to uh, the beach, uh, the four of us. And we're going to we actually want to speak to some beach firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, would, I hope we do. Yeah, I but we got to we got to put it out there for them. Well, looking for and we're going to be yeah. in what area? And you're thinking and this was not the avenue to do this? Well, thing. you've thrown the gauntlet down, so now we've got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, not if somebody doesn't contact us. Oh, oh, oh! So we're oh, looking for people that you, are. Yeah, if y'all, if you want to, if you want to come on the show, I thought you were saying we were going to go cold call, knock on the fire station. No, 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 no. no, 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 no we no. want somebody to reach out and let them know. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they want to be on the show. They well, want to sit down with us. Wanna, I want to talk to some beach Tell them where we're actually going. Right? Yeah, so we're going to, to Destin, Destin, area. Destin, Florida. Yeah, so so Destin, Fort Walton, something like that. The end of middle of September. I don't remember. I think it's the middle. Ish. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, we'd love to, to sit down with you guys, talk about the day in the life of a, uh, a vacation destination firefighter, and all the dumbasses from uh, everywhere that come right. and visit and cause problems. It should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we use your bathroom? <laughs> uh, it's going to be the 16th through the 19th. I'm sorry, 15th through the 19th. All right, so. Of September. If you're a firefighter in Destin uh, and you're going to be around September or 15th, you know somebody that's yeah. a firefighter you know somebody, in Destin, we'd love to talk. Yeah, send us a, a message. Dead oh. air again. All right, yeah, that's <laughs> the second time we've done that. All right, so uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, see you.